<laughs> okay. All right. Welcome, Welcome everyone, to episode eight of Dark Feather Gaming News Podcast. This is Thor, and I'm here today with Fat Gamer Jeff, Tommy Crook, and Sasquatch Senpai. All right. So today we have quite a bit to unpack. A lot of it, kind of in the same, <clears throat> in the same vein here. Um, but the big thing that we're we're talking about is the PS5 future of gaming, right? Because that was kind of the the big deal that that happened recently. Amen. Yeah, um, I didn't watch it live. I decided to sleep through it because <laughs> of a weird wonky work schedule for the next month. But I did watch the recorded version, and thankfully realized that. The uh, actual live stream did not do any of the trailers justice because it was only a 1080p at 30 frames rather than, you know, the targeted 4K. Mm. So everything looks much better if you just watch the trailers on their own. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I also heard that a lot of the games for PS5 are targeting 30 frames. It's a rumor. Well, definitely but... Ubisoft. I heard something about Ubisoft doing something like that. But... Uh... Uh, it's still too early to tell. Mm-hmm. So it seems just from consensus of everything I've seen, um, I heard in different interviews with developers, um, people on the console, people on consoles generally just want the games to look good, not necessarily have faster frame rates. Right. Um, generally, you get your high end gaming PC crowd who care more about frame rates. Yeah, well, it's like there it, are for some me, exceptions, it's... but like. Fighting games, you want a higher frame rate. Yeah. Um, other than that, you don't really need it necessarily. I mean, it's something I barely even notice. I I I know yeah. I'm I know I'm I know I'm not everybody. I'm just it's something on my personal scale of like preferences. It's it's a dump stat. So. <laughs> yeah, maybe I'm spoiled, but I feel like I do way better in competitive shooters when I'm at 120 frames versus 60, and we're going down the barrel and talking about 30 here. Uh, yeah, I, I think getting know. over 60, it's pretty negligible. It's not something I noticed, but anything under 60, it's like Molasses. watching a slideshow. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's why I stopped playing uh, Destiny 2 on console. Oh, God. Jesus Christ. I tried playing Monster Hunter World on console after playing it on PC, and it was the worst experience of my life. <laughs> no way. It was just thir- the the drop from sixty to thirty is so noticeable. At least mm-hmm. for me, and I mean, the, you know, if you're like Thor, it's not really an yeah. issue. From sixty I to thirty, know, for, I feel like I noticed that too. And I mean, my eyes are shit too. For all I know, when I finally get glasses, that I've been needing, I've been needing to get glasses. And who knows? Maybe when I do, I'll be like, okay, this is what everyone's talking about. But at least for me right now, yeah, I barely register a difference. <laughs> No, 60 frames per second is way smoother than 30. And, and then you'll notice why I, all the people say their $3,000 computer is better than a $400 console. Now, I've got a, <laughs> I've got two monitors right here. One, um, get I think one gets 60 and one gets 165. I can tell the difference between those two, um, but that's, that's a pretty big difference, too. Well, that's a big jump, though. That's yeah, exactly. That's, so... It's not like I don't know how to tell the differences. I know what the differences are. It's just when it comes You're between like, well, I don't know when it's between like 30 and 60 or between like 60 and 120. I don't really notice, you know, between, you know, 30 or 60, 165. That's a huge gap. And I can notice that. But the, the thinner differences, I just I just don't even notice. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, for if we're being real, we're honestly just being really picky in particular when it comes to it. The game isn't that much different. I know. I feel like depending on what you're playing, how smooth it runs is well, really noticeable. It depends on the game a lot, though. Too, you're right. Like if I was playing a fighting game or something, I might notice a more immediate difference. At least if I was playing competitively, <clears throat> uh, like PvP. Well, I mean, if you're playing a fighting game, you're dealing with frame perfect inputs. Mm-hmm. And those are generally always locked to 60 frames anyway, so anything over doesn't really help. And the fighting games is one thing. I have a bunch on my PS4, but I'm probably going to get them on Steam too because I want to get a... With my with my arthritis, is just really fucked now trying to play fighting games with a controller, and I want to get one of those... Um, the fighting game pads with the joystick and the classic button oh, layout. Nice and Man, that would be way easier on... a fun little project. 
Yeah, and it, well, in any case, it'd be a lot easier to put that on my desk and play on the PC than try and rig it up for my PS4. Um, it'd be a lot more enjoyable. So I'm going to be getting a lot of fighting games for PC and hooking that up at some point, too. It's probably a, probably a project to tackle next summer, but it's on my list. So anyways, um, let's drill down at least some of these games that were announced. Um, I know I, I haven't really paid much attention to Grand Theft Auto in the most recent games, but Grand Theft Auto V, it looks like, was announced coming to PS5 as a launch title. I no, no, it's coming 2021 um, with GTA, GTA Online free to all PS5 owners. Yeah, so GTA Online is just going to be free, which is interesting. But, I mean, that's where they make all their money now anyways, so... That's where most games make all their money anymore. That's a blanket statement. I know it's not true. <laughs> well, it's also it's also what people are going to be playing for the most part out of the GTA 5 entirety is just the online component. So mm -hmm. providing it to people who are already paid into it so they can access their accounts just makes sense. Right. Yeah. So, um, Spider-Man, uh, Miles Morales. Uh, I think I said that. Miles Morales? Morales? Morales. 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 I don't know. I've read a lot. I've read the, some you of the comics, but I've never it. heard it say <laughs> said You've out loud. You've never seen the Spider-Verse? Mm. Oh, my God. You have to see I know. the Spider-Verse. I know. I, I love... I know. I was that... like, this is going to be shitty. It's DC. I know. animated is the best thing in the fucking world. It's it's on it's my list DC. of it's, it's Marvel, on my backlog Marvel. list of shows <laughs> to watch, especially because the Spider Verse is one of my favorite comic book lines. So I am excited to watch, see how, and I've heard a lot of good things. But, anyways, Plus, um, it's a Spider Man whose parents aren't dead. <laughs> so um, it was shown, um, and it, I don't know, it looks pretty good. Um, I really am hoping that the rumors of uh, the special edition PS5, the black and red. That, oh my god! I, I saw those so. those yeah. uh, those fan images, and I know they're fan images, but man, that would be awesome—a black and red instead <laughs> of white and blue, or blue and white, whatever. Absolutely, black and red would just age better too. Like the used market. Dirty. Yeah, the exactly. used market's gonna be terrible for the the that white <laughs> and white blue one. shell. Yep. It's gonna be like trying to sell your old Super Nintendo when the top is like mm -hmm. yellowish. Yep. <laughs> well, that's just aged plastic. This is just going to get straight up dirty and covered in dust and whatnot. Mm. And if you don't take care of it, that dust will stain. Yeah. So, Gran Turismo 7. Um, I've never been a fan of Gran Turismo. I don't know if you guys are. It's just, a, you know, another hardcore racing sim. Um, known immensely for its realism. And they just started with the last couple of iterations actually adding, like, vehicle damage. So, um, they're, it's the original racing sim, like kind of the main Forza series yeah. is excluding, uh, Horizon, which is like all they seem to make anymore. And it's not that so, I don't like racing sims. It's just, I'm very particular about the racing sims I play. Well, if, if you want a simulation for the Nuremberg 24 hour, uh, it's your choice because you literally have to play the game for 24 hours straight for that uh -oh. particular race. Wow. Yeah. I'll pass. You can also do the Le Mans 24 hour if you really felt like it. <laughs> so the last racing game I got into was like Need for Speed Street or something like that on the GameCube. Yep, mine was yeah. Twisted Metal on like That's not PS2. a racing sim. <laughs> oh, okay, that's I'm a sorry. I mean, racing game. Excuse me, sir. I no, I not. No, I mean Twisted Metal is not a yeah. racing sim. That's oh, not yeah. even a racing what game. That's just about? a. That's just a battle royale you're with cars. Car. <laughs> you're still a car. Mario See, and I was hesitant to say. Story. I was hesitant to bring to say Wipeout. Jesus, Twisted Metal. <laughs> <laughs> that's what we need. That's what we need as a Twisted Metal game. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Wipeout. Well, the last one didn't sell well, and they tried to take it in kind of a different direction with your yeah gangs and whatnot. I mean, I thought it was cool. It just didn't have as many choices, except you could customize mm. your vehicle a bit. Yeah. Let's see. Oh, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. I was super stoked. That was. I've actually always been a fan of Ratchet and Clank games, um, and this one looked pretty good. Um, looks like I'm it's still, still in for development. Jack and Dexter. But... <laughs> 
Yeah, I recently watched the trailer for Ratchet and Clank, and that looks really good. Yeah. Like, just the overall imagery looks awesome. Definitely not going to be a launch title, um, but it is going to be coming to PS5, and since it's Ratchet and Clank, we know it'll be exclusive, and I am excited for that. So go check that trailer out if you haven't. Project Athea. This is Square Square Enix's new project. I was hoping to see um, maybe either Final Fantasy 16 or something like that, but this actually is looking really, really neat. Um, I'm, I'm actually pretty excited about this game. I might get this one on launch. Uh, it, it, it looks really good. Yeah, when I first yeah, saw the trailer, I thought it was basically like a, a demo game. Like, they just mm -hmm. made it to see, like, look what we can do with the PS5. Yeah. But uh, it's actually a whole project, and yep. that's exciting. It looks very good. Yeah, this is the one, a lot of the images, it looks like this is one people thought was going to be Final Fantasy 16. so. Well, other games do follow the same sort of art style, so that's understandable. Mm-hmm. So, um, it's a little bit of a uh, niche interest, but Stray actually looked like a really good game. Yeah, oh, the I... little uh, indie cat game. Yeah, yeah. The world of robots and stuff. Mm -hmm. That looks really good. I like I kind of the off-the-wall type sims like that. Still don't know what you're doing it, but you're a cat. I assume it's some sort of cat life sim. It yep. looks like Detective Pikachu. <laughs> a hobo a hobo cat life sim yeah post-apocalyptic cat sim people would buy the fuck out of that i'd buy the fuck out of that i don't All think it's post-apocalyptic there is a civilization there mm. well that doesn't mean it can't be post-apocalyptic i mean um near automata is post-apocalyptic and there's civilization there eh kinda i got the post-apocalyptic vibe from it too yeah I don't know. We'll see. I'm excited. I I don't know if I'll buy it on launch, but I'm definitely gonna get that one and check it out. Um, the Sackboy, um, a big adventure. I've never been a huge Little Big Planet fan. Um, uh, well, not that I haven't been a fan. I've just never tried it much. It's on my, again on my list of classic games I've never tried. But um, uh, I imagine that's really exciting for a lot of people out there. I'm sure my, my kids, kids love, love it. Yeah, my kids love Little Big Planet also. That's what I'm using to teach them how to play video games. That and the yep. uh, classic Sonic games. But nice. they're still getting frustrated with the classic Sonic games. Nice. Like, Daddy, how do I jump? I'm like, press the X button. <laughs> I have a classic Sonic adventure, and uh, my kids can't stand it. Because you can't control the camera or anything. I'm like, well, that's just how games used to be. I'm sorry. Yep. A lot easier. 2D platformers. Cheap graphics. See, um... Don't forget the blast processing. <laughs> Whatever the hell that meant back then. Jesus. Any of you remember those commercials? Yeah. See, uh... Comparing no, I was like three. Yeah, well, like, I was like... <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've seen a lot. I've seen what you're talking about on YouTube. On all the... Sometimes I go and dig through those classic commercial videos. Oh, man, now... Oh, there's a rabbit hole there you guys need to... I'll put a link in the Discord at some point, but there's a neat rabbit hole there. Um, let's see. Destruction All-Stars. So, Lucid Games period an action sports game. Um, I don't know. Sports games aren't really my jam again, but I know there's a lot of people that might be interested in that. Uh, action sports game in the loosest concept. Action sports game in the Rocket League vein of action sports game. I mean, it's a destruction derby. Mm-hmm. Oh, I saw the trailer for that. That looks interesting. Talking about needing another Twisted Metal. I was going to say, that's go. closer to Twisted Metal. I like it. There's the dude with a box on his head. <laughs> like... Yeah, it's a lot of customization. You customize your car, your character, whatnot. The and silly skins on it. Right? Um, oh, Kenna, Bridge of Spirits. This is, um, I've noticed this, this, like, Pixar-like visuals it's, it has becoming a lot more popular lately. I don't, has anyone else noticed that? It's looked yeah, like a great cartoony. game. It looks like a really neat game from Ember Labs. Um, but it's, the, it's kind of like an art style I've noticed has been trending a little bit in games recently. 
it's definitely becoming the go-to for Western art styles. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's popular. It's easy to make it look good. It's easy to accomplish. Um, and it works. I've been recently looking into a lot of, like, art styles and stuff, and it's based mostly around simple shapes and then making them more complex after it. So it's really easy to come up to it for artists, especially when you're trying to conceptualize them. Yeah. So it makes sense using it because you can stylize it. You can stylize it immensely in varying ways based off just a simple concept. So it makes sense to do stuff in that manner. Yeah. Let's see. So, oh, that's another one. Uh, Goodbye Volcano High. <laughs> Not in my interest area, but um, again, that's another one that I, I know that indie style... I, I know that's a, that's a style a lot of people like, just not kind of my interest. It's like a point-and-click style game. Mm-hmm. I'm not entirely sure what it's supposed to be. It's for the furries. <laughs> oh, Oddworld Soulstorm. Though. I am super stoked for Oddworld. Uh, yeah, the, it looks like lemmings. <laughs> the, um, the the teasers that they showed are... Yeah, it's, it's, it's really fucking awesome. I'm super stoked. The teaser with him cutting the strings on his mouth uh, that was that was intense for the Odd World series. I'm super stoked. Yeah, um, I've never been too much into them, but the is it the same sort of gameplay as the other ones? Because it, it doesn't seem like it to me. I it seems like it's more of like a Lemming style thing. Yeah, I think they've changed it up a little bit. That's not necessarily a bad thing. It was just no. different, I noticed. Yeah. Uh, Ghostwire Tokyo. This looked fucking amazing. This is another yeah, one I really want to... I might get on launch. watching for a long time. That looks fuck. It looks fucking amazing. This is another one I might actually pre-order. Um, there was a lot more gameplay shown in this than they have ever before. Mm-hmm. It's mostly been uh, conceptual trailers, not showing any gameplay at all. Um, not showing any actual action, but this was like a full-on gameplay combat trailer and it looked it looked fantastic the visuals on it it's amazing yeah that looks amazing it's just like silent hill type game that's what i was almost wondering if it was i'm like this almost looks like silent hill but it's not quite like it's like a, creepy a enough tech horror game mm-hmm. it's like one creepy level underneath silent hill that's what I haven't really uh, heard of. Wonder Man. But I'm intrigued. <laughs> See, uh, Jet the Far Shore. Um, this one looked, like I said, uh, it's kind of a niche style, but uh, it looked good. I don't know. A lot of, a lot of indie games I will buy purely based on animation or yeah. art style. Right. I look mostly for oh. story, but and a lot of these indie games like they just pour so much into an awesome storyline. So that's why I like them a lot. But well, stuff like The Messenger or Celeste, I bought purely based on art style. Mm. Gris and Gris, Gris is one of them. Is it Gris or is it Grease? I don't know. I Actually, I don't Gris. think I've ever heard the words spoke out loud. So <laughs> you know the game I'm talking about, though. Yeah, the little puzzle game. Mm-hmm. See so oh okay so Tommy here's here's the one you were talking about the uh, the uh, here's a game that just shows PS5 graphics ooh shiny pretty Godfall. <laughs> um, it's shitty knockoff Destiny action RPG. Yeah, it serves the same purpose as Unreal Tournament. I think it's just it's just like well, here's our new tech. Check it out. It's straight up co-op. It's right, it's like a it's new. like a Warframe well, Destiny serves um, the same purpose. Good, I mean, is they but... it was created for the same reason. It was created to showcase new tech. It, that's my right. what it looks like to me, anyways. But there's nothing wrong with that. Up created just... to sell microtransactions. Yeah, that's what I thought about Project Athia, but mm-hmm. it's not. So that's <laughs> nice. Let's see, um, Solar Ash uh from the creators of Hyperlight Drift it was announced for PS5 uh the hostile world seems to reject the protagonist and their mentions of the void it 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 didn't give a whole lot if i remember correctly on what's going on but it looks intriguing 
Yeah. Oh, is that the cell shaded game? Yes. 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 I just watched a trailer for that. Um, I don't know what really to say about it, except for I mean, I'd play it. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, Hitman Three. I was super stoked. I love Hitman series, so this this was actually uh, a, an exciting one for me. It looks like it's going to be out in January. Yeah, um, their kind of reboot of the series has been pretty great, honestly. Yep. Their last weird iteration with, like, uh, I don't know, um, the episodic games wasn't as great, but then they kind of mm. changed it back up to the full game. So, yeah. I mean, it wasn't it wasn't bad gameplay. It was just not a lot of content at the start, which if I'm going to play something like that, I just want to go through it all at once. Yeah. I hear you. Uh, Astro's Playroom looked like... I mean, it didn't look bad. Um, it is going to be... If I remember correctly, I saw Astro's, Astro's Playroom will be free for everyone um, who buys a PS5. I don't remember if it was... that just comes with all PS5s or if it's like a pre-order thing or something. But I think it's just all PS5s will come with Astro's, Astro's Playroom. I like game? free shit. Yeah. Is yep. it just the new PlayStation Home? Uh, no, it looked more like uh like a uh, like a shitty PlayStation knockoff of Little Big Planet almost, if I remember correctly. That's kind of what it gave me vibes of, but I don't know. I yeah, PlayStation Home was dumb shit. That <laughs> I did the whole. I, I, I got all so the. Tro I even got all the trophies on it. I did everything to obligatorily get all the trophies, and it was just dumb. I remember doing some dumb SOCOM home shit just to get a gold AK-47 skin. You gotta do what you gotta do. <laughs> hey man, I was so into SOCOM Confrontation at the time for being such a shitty game, I put way too many hours into it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Um, Little Devil Inside, an adventure game with unique aesthetics. This actually looked pretty neat, and I think we had something else um, to talk about on that too that we might as well just actually bake into here. Um, yeah, considering the current events surrounding, um, institutionalized racism stemming from the death of George Floyd, they decided to change some of their character designs in the game from looking more of like, uh, I guess you would call them savage aboriginals. I'm saying oh, no. that the, like wooden mask they were wearing tiki mask and stuff mm -hmm. yeah that they were going to change the design on those because of recent events right. so I really don't understand how that fits in i mean if you got tribes people that dress like that there's nothing racist about it that's just how those people live What's the... so my entire thing is it's fine changing it but just doing it in light of these recent circumstances is nothing more than Pandering. 3D feel-good advertising. Yeah, it's pandering. Yeah, that's what it is. Like, if it was something they cared about before, it would not have been done. Exactly. It wouldn't have been that's, a problem to begin with. That's how I do it. it. Yeah. So. If that was part of that company's philosophy, it, never, it wouldn't have been a problem to that they needed to correct. They're just doing it for PR goodness. In the world we live in today, though, you need to be careful with those types of things. It's because true. your audience is so large. You just you need to make everybody not feel like shit. It's, <laughs> it's just if they do sometimes it's it depends on the way they do it because sometimes when it's when it's like this it, it comes off as feeling unauthentic, um and that's the pro what I think a lot of the problem is is when they do it obligatorily like that it makes it seem like it's non-authentic and it ends up doing more the opposite effect. Right, yeah, they're, they're just doing it to make themselves look, you know look good in front of everybody see what i've done for you or some crap yeah, i get what you guys are saying i do can't wait till they put out a game of a fat puerto rican guy who wants to be american <laughs> really, them on twitter let's see uh nba 2k21 anyone who likes the nba games they're your obligatory next year's nba game is coming out um yeah <clears throat> so there's that um, Every year, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, now that you mention it, uh, somebody shared an image. I guess it might be a fan image that they were gonna make a a PlayStation skin for it. Or uh, what? Anyway, with the 
the Lakers colors and Kobe honors. Mm. I'll see if I find it and share it here in the chat for you guys. I don't think there are any official alternate colored consoles currently. Nothing so. official yet. Everything is fan image. Um, no, but no, we no, all man. know there will be. We just don't have anything official yet. Fun fact, the song Kobe by Chief Keef went up significantly in streaming after Who the, the death fuck of is Chief Keef? Wait, what the fuck? <laughs> the rapper. <laughs> oh my god. I'm sorry, I listened to Japanese metalloids and metal and ska. <laughs> wow. I wish I was as cool as you. You you should. All genres <laughs> I rank above rap. You should aspire to be like him. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Dustin. Hey, this this band, it's uh surprisingly the lyrics actually mean things. Oh that wow, Jack, I just got um the image of That's... that fan made PS5. It looks pretty cool. That's cool. Yeah. I'm, I'm not I'm not a yeah, it, it doesn't mean much to me, but for those who are fans, I could see how that would mean like a lot. So that mm -hmm. that would be cool. Uh let's see. Uh Bug Snacks, that looks neat. Uh, it's a charming game featuring Steve Irwin-style wildlife expert. Um, it kind of like it, – it's by the creators of Octodad, and you can tell. Um, and it's like people – it looked like, like they eat stuff, and then like part of their bodies turn into the stuff they're eating, and then there's some sort of weird food Bigfoot thing going on. I don't know. It, it, looked, it looked neat. It looked pretty neat. I don't know. I just remember from the trailer the dude saying he couldn't hold something because he dropped it because he was using wiener hands. Memorable. You're like so. That's what I remembered. <laughs> a joke. A, a crude joke. <laughs> Terrible. See, then of course we have oh, our Demon Souls really remake, which is fucking uh, awesome. That I, looks more bitching people need too. To play that. It um, looks really cool. It's made by Bluepoint. They're the uh, they're mm -hmm. the developers who have remastered literally everything great. So Crash Bandicoot, Spyro the Dragon, yep. many other games. They are the kings of remaster remakes. They are. This is true. And so there was also, if people watching the trailer notice, like a snowy mountain range. Um, yes, there is a that. there is a cut area from the original where they ran where from software ran out of time, and so it's believed there now? to be that they're going to be adding it into the game because they yes. are working directly with from software on the title from software the makers the original developers of um demon souls dark souls uh sekiro bloodborne those games um elden ring another one coming out supposedly soon which is the uh which i was actually hoping to see something about that but i was disappointed yeah, I have that one on my pre-order list already. That's another one I'm getting. You're telling me you don't want like a hardcore dark fantasy with Peter Jackson's input? No, I said it's on my pre-order list. I know. I was just being facetious. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck did he think I said? <laughs> Yeah, I was like, it was clear as day that he said. Why getting all defensive? <laughs> Who doesn't want to fight flying manta rays and? Mums. So, Death Loop. Um, any thoughts on this one? Looks like um, it's by uh, Arcane Studios. Um, assassins Arcane. are engaged oh, yeah. in an ongoing duel and restrains the studio's well-known first-person stealth. Yeah, so they're the ones behind. Um, fuck. What is it? <laughs> God damn. I have not heard of Arcane. this game. What is fuck? Arcane Studios, um, <laughs> the <laughs> game where you're the assassin, the first person with all the special powers, superpowers. Oh, why can I not think of it? Ninja Gaiden? Anyways, another Wait, game Ninja that Gaiden. did was a uh, Might and Magic Heroes or no, uh, no. Might and Magic Dark Messiah, which is was their, which is what they cut their teeth on for the first person action genre. Mm -hmm. Um, but it is their next project, and it's it's been known of being in the works for a while now, but this was actually the first gameplay we saw of it in any manner whatsoever. Previously, it was just all completely conceptual. But yeah, you're a dude trapped on an island with a bunch of crazy rich people, <laughs> and every time you die, you get teleported back through time to the start of it. 
And the entire goal is to kill some now more important people to yeah. get to the assassin who's also stuck in a time loop hunting you down. Uh, now I remember. Is that the game where you're traveling through space and you reckon you're in the time loop? <laughs> Am I wrong? Uh, yes. Okay, <laughs> just edit that part out. <laughs> you just said the guy's on an island with a bunch of rich people. Well, you know, you could have wrecked on the island, so who knows? I mean, yeah, those those things don't, like, exclude each other, I suppose. <laughs> oh, I just heard Anyways. the space part. Let's see, Resident Evil Village, that's another one that's going to look, that looks really good. I'm excited it for that looks one. looks like it's going to be com not coming out until 2021. That's but... their game. Dishonored oh! Damn it, I was going to say Dishonored, but I didn't know the guy had superpowers. I knew it was a bug. Yeah, he guy. has powers from a dark, evil god. Okay, now I know. Um, Yeah, I don't know why I always go back to Dark Messiah of Might and Magic, just because it was like such a... Uh, a difference from the normal might magic RTS games, their 4X games. But yeah, that's just the one I always go back to. It's a great, really old game if anyone ever wants to play it. I recommend it. Mm. I believe I have it on Steam. It's, a, it's like a first person shooter, right? Or something like that. Yeah, it's a first person RPG. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah, I have it. Let's see. It was in a bundle that I bought for like 20 bucks. It had Assassin's Creed, uh, Beyond Good and Evil. Uh, then the Might Magic game and some other uh, like the flight simulator game, not the Microsoft back. flight simulator. Back to Resident Evil. <laughs> so yeah, Resident Evil Village. Um, it's not coming out till 2021, but I thought it looks pretty good. I'm stoked. It looks awesome. I love that it's in a old period. I love period peace games. I like that it's very occulty. Not an old period. It's just like a village trapped in its older Europeanish looking ways. Okay, so you're gonna tell me it's not a period piece if they're it's wearing high cut dresses. Whatever. Well yeah, it's a cult. And those are witches. <laughs> whatever. You know what I mean. You're being picky. <laughs> I'm being technical, that's the only difference. Reaching. No. Um, it looks really good though. I'm stoked. I'm not like it's. I'm not a like a Resident Evil super fan, but I do enjoy them. Uh, pretty well. So. Um. Yeah. It's you're t you're playing the same character, Ethan. Ethan. Hunt. I know his first name. Hunt. Hunt yeah. Hunt, um. It's also first person, just like Seven was. Um, I thought the logo design was pretty cool. Resident Evil mm -hmm. 8, and the 8 just straight up spells village. Yeah, so, yeah. that was clever. Um, there is the trailer reveals werewolves, vampires, other just kind of occulty monsters, mm -hmm. witches who seem to be in charge of things. And at the end of it, Chris Redfield shoots someone in front of you. So that's a departure. Yeah, Chris yeah we got our main villain. I don't think he's the main villain. It's just, he's, just a, he's just a plot hook. I guess. Chris Redfield's the villain? Yeah, at the end of the trailer, he shoots someone in front of Ethan. Oh, okay. I saw the trailer, but I don't remember him shooting anybody. That was right no, at the, the very end. That's, that's weird. He says, what the fuck? He says, what the fuck, Chris? <laughs> yeah, I remember because I was like, oh my god, this is streaming live on YouTube, and they just said, fuck. Ha <laughs> <laughs> I think many worse things have been said on YouTube. No, I'm just saying, like, <laughs> most people would be demonetized for that. I mean, I know yeah. Sony won't, but most people would be. Usually they just demonetize certain videos anymore. Oh. Uh, Especially when you can consider video games, stuff like that, as an art or a form of media. Oh, that's, yeah, that's true. So. That's true. So, um, Pragmata, that looks fucking awesome. Um,. I don't know what the fuck kind of game this is going to be, but I'm excited because this looks the concept looks really neat. I don't think I actually saw that one. I think I must have missed it. It's the one. It's got like the the dude in the oh. in the spacesuit, uh, oh, and he comes down yeah. to like the crash city and like the holog. He's interacting with the holograms. The little girl. Yeah, and the cat. I, I have no idea what the gameplay is supposed to be like, what it's really about. It just, uh, 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 
from what I saw, like their uh, their media team nailed it for me. Like I don't even know what the game's about, and I want it. So. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like he's looking at like digital echoes of stuff. Mm-hmm. Ghosts, if you will. Yeah. But he's like interacting um, with them, and they're interacting back too. Like so, it's it's interesting. I'm I'm excited to see more. I'm gonna follow this one pretty closely. I think. Yeah. Um. Watch it just turn into like a devil may cry or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Oh, uh, Horizon Forbidden West. This looks awesome. I'm super stoked. I haven't played Horizon Zero Dawn, but um, like the oh, day man. the day before, I so I bought it. I ordered it on Amazon. It's on my list of games to play this summer. The day before this uh, revealed, it, I received it in the mail. Uh, so I have it right now, and it's it's gonna. I'm bumping it up on my playlist so that I can get into this really quickly. So, but yeah, I just um, now got it. it. I've also never played it. It's I've, one of the. It's one it's of the best post-apocalyptic it, worlds I've ever seen. Tommy, right now it's on. If it's still there, it's on Amazon for like fifteen dollars, and it's the complete edition, so it has all mm. DLC, everything for like fifteen bucks on Amazon right now. The DLC oh, is the snow area. I loved it. <laughs> so, so yeah, if you want it, uh, right now is the time. Wait. Let's see. The last thing on the um. Well, I mean, do we, I mean? Sorry, I guess we should talk about that for a minute. I'm I'm excited. I don't know, like I said, a whole lot about it. Um, but uh, I I've always been really excited to try it. I was just kind of waiting for a price drop on that. I, any games that have DLC come out, I try and hold by time a little bit and see if they have complete editions, and it did, so that's what I did. But um, Any thoughts from you guys? Um, for Yeah, Forbidden West, it mm-hmm. looks outstanding. Um, they, Guerrilla Software, really, really took a chance heading in a completely different direction from what they previously did with Killzone, and they nailed it. Um, they worked with another studio to help them create their open world and get used to it. And it really shows that that expertise that they had in creating open worlds really translated to what Grill Software was trying to do with the game. Mm-hmm. Um, visually, it's stunning. The gameplay was really fun. Um, unique enemies, uh, a pretty unique story. Mm-hmm. So I, I um, love I'm really looking forward to it. Too. I, oh, I, yeah. I love the idea because I'm a huge fan of um I, I, if you ever if you've ever read the uh, the Shinara series that this kind of started it but I I become a huge fan of like the the post post apocalyptic genre so like like you know millennia after apocalypse post apocalyptic like mm-hmm. this it, it's become a huge huge favorite genre of mine. I did watch the terrible MTV show about Shinara. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> TV made a show about that book series. Uh, it wasn't great. Uh, I wouldn't say it was terrible. Uh, it wouldn't great. If I had, I'd probably give it like a six out of ten. Like I wouldn't say it yeah. was. It wasn't great, but it wasn't terrible. It was just kind of okay. I have a lot of. <sighs> Anyways, it for it I think if they if they were going to, they, it's the best they could do if they're going to try and make one of those books into a TV show. That's that they can't do any better than that. I think six is the ten, and that's kind of what Terry Brooks was trying to tell people is like if you're watching this with the expectation of a book, like go read a book. Like this isn't going to be a book. So a, a I don't know a a five to seven out of ten is probably as good as an adaptation like that can get. In my opinion, I don't know. It's it's subje- yeah. it's subjective. So, um, let's see. So, um, the PS5 reveal. Um, I mean, I I don't mind I, I don't mind the design. I I I know there's a lot of memes about it. It's become like a meme wonderland. But overall, <laughs> I actually think it's pretty. No nice. It's slick. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. it's I I understand as the I understand objectively that the white and blue is a good combination. I don't like it. I'm not a huge fan of blue. Uh, I like it as far as like the, I get it. I, I don't, I just, I just don't like white as, as far as um, like accessories in my room. I have a lot of blacks and grays and reds and white's just not something that jives. Well, I get what they're doing because PlayStation, their logo, their, their brand colors, it's always been blue and white, right? So they're trying to reflect that. And I get that. Um, 
and, and like I said, I know they're going to have alternate editions and versions to come out, so it's it doesn't matter the color. The shape, though, I actually think is really awesome. Um, one thing I'm hoping for, a theory, this is a theory I saw, but based on the way it looks, it looks like that white case is like a clamshell that can come off. So uh, I'm, I'm wondering if they're going to make like different shells that you can buy to swap out colors for it. Customizable. Mm, exactly, yeah. That's a good theory. <clears throat> um, I do know they were talking about its design was to help with uh, keeping it cooler. Yeah, and I can see that so for little, sure. There's little vents where mm. it the, the the white shell connects yep. to it. Um, but I mean, it might I, they probably do come off. It's just easier access to the internal because the expanded storage for it is is actually really neat. It's the uh, M2 2280 mm-hmm. drives. They have slots for M2 2880 SSDs in it. Yeah. So you're going to have a lot less space in them. I don't know how many slots you can expand into, but those are very small slots. I mean, the drives are the size of six of RAM. Mm. So I don't know how that will work with their special SSD, but like I said, I think a lot of it's just cash to help preload and make things faster because yeah. going along with that with Horizon Zero Dawn, Gorilla Software said that there's zero loading in the game. Fast traveling, loading into the game, there's just none. It's just completely seamless. So, mm. um, I don't know what they're doing. I don't know if any expanded SSDs would mess with that, but yeah. So, what about the price rumors? Um, there's been for both Xbox and um, PS5. There's been just seems like pr- price rumors left and right. So, none of them. Wa- neither of them want to shoot first. They're just going to stare at each other until it's yeah. too late. I think. <laughs> that's um, because yeah. That's what happened with the last gen. Microsoft's like, "Hey, here's this thing," and somebody's like, "Here's ours." Mm-hmm. I mean, shit. They even made a made a joke about it about just sharing a game by handing it. A disc over, so I remember that one. Microsoft doesn't want to be caught with their pants down. Sony, yeah, currently winning, so they don't even have to make a move. Yeah. Um, but well, I think honestly, anything over $500 for either, it's not going to be okay. Yeah, I, th- I think they'll probably end up um, at 500 or so. And I, I've heard the rumors that the digital editions will cost half as much, but I think realistically, you're going to save 50 bucks. So, say, yeah, I don't think so. The the digital edition of the Series X is way different than the Sony mm. um, optical one. Okay. Um, it's called Lockhart. Um, it's supposedly the leaks are saying it's it is it is the one that is half as much, but it's also using a weaker CPU and GPU. So I don't know how that's supposed to work because that would just make it on par with like an Xbox One. So. <laughs> to be revealed here within the next week. Here's an Xbox <laughs> One that looks like an Xbox X. I don't know. Um, I would guess it'd be more based on streaming your games rather mm-hmm. than anything else. Mm-hmm. So that'll be interesting. A dedicated Xbox streaming console. But that uh, seems weird. You could just throw that on the Xbox One. Or yeah. I don't know. It'll be interesting, but yeah, there's nothing price-wise anywhere at all yep. for either of them. There are some like placeholder Amazon links that were taken down just because they want to get the pre-orders in because Amazon doesn't take your money till it ships anyway. So. Yeah. Yeah, I'm still trying to decide where I want to get my. I, I'm I'm gonna pre-order this first time I've ever got a launch um, console, but I, I it's I I really like to. It'll be fun. Um, I haven't decided where I want to pre-order from though. Um, I'm sure there'll be different pre-order bonuses, GameStop and Best Buy and all that stuff, and I'm just kind of waiting to see where. Well, just remember that Sony did state that it is going to be a limited launch. Yeah. Because of lack of supplies for components so if it's something you want to jump on oh i'm not saying i'm gonna like bide my time i'm just saying if they're like if best buy and gamestop and walmart and the playstation store all release their pre-orders on the same day and they all have these different offers i'm gonna 
try and look and see which one, but you're, you, they might not. They might, knowing that it's limited, they might be like, fuck your special offers. You need one and you know it. Come get it. <laughs> so, I don't fucking know. Well, I'm definitely not making the line a, a target the night before. <laughs> <laughs> we actually did that for the Nintendo Wii. Yikes. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, the next thing, I think, let's see, it's uh, Persona 4 Golden on Steam. Yeah, so it's a Persona game that was actually launched on a PC platform. <clears throat> um, nice. Hopefully this is to measure the interest in it, to get like a Persona 5 release on PC, which mm -hmm. people should go buy it, because I went and bought Persona 4 Golden, even though I own it like in three other copies. <laughs> I've got it on my list for the Steam sale. Yeah, I recommend it. It's a really good little art. It's very Japanese in how it plays, so nice. just keep that in mind. <laughs> then, see, uh, No Man's Sky crossplay, so that's neat. I I haven't played No Man's Sky yet, but... I just um, downloaded it for the uh, Xbox. Uh, it was a giant mess at launch, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah. I heard that. A giant meme, for sure. But uh, yeah, crossplay across all platforms, so that's really neat and cool. Nice. I'm so glad that's normalizing. Yeah. Um, Me too. I guess the console manufacturers realized uh, it just creates goodwill. <laughs> mm -hmm. Let's see. Um, Medic Pacific uh, Corman for PC. I don't know anything about this. This is more. <clears throat> I just Sasquatch, thought it looked like a, a really interesting take on a World War II game. You mm. just play as a medic in World War II. Um, you set up your supply bag and you go out and try not to get shot by the Nazis <laughs> and you, you help people you can. Um, and being one person, you can't really help everyone. So in the trailer, it looks like you have to decide on who you're going to help based on the severity of their wounds and if they're going to live or not. Oh my God. Um, it actually makes you choose how to try to help someone in the field. Like if a tourniquet's going to work or if you have to do mm. like a emergency amputation or whatnot, so it it just looked like a really, really interesting game that you haven't seen before at yeah. all, ever. <laughs> Let's see. So um, our Call of Duty updates on our gigantic patch file. Oh, Lord. <laughs> so our shipment 24-7 is gone. We found that's to our dismay. Ooh. But yeah, it'll come back. It's a staple now. It'll come back. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that giant patch file—that's something else. That's that happened right when I'm trying to reinstall all of my shit um, because I got that new external. <laughs> Your two terabyte Call of Duty hard drive. Yeah, I've got a real—I've got a nice big old uh, eight terabyte uh, uh, WD black drive now. Just nice. for Call of Duty. <laughs> <laughs> Basically. Good. But um, I don't. It's only going to get bigger as it progresses through oh, other yeah. Call of Duties too. I don't think there's Jesus. any really huge major things as far as the Call of Duty updates go. Besides that, though, they fixed the mm. voice chat. Oh, the, well, I, I can finally hear people. Yeah, some people were Seems having like voice problem. chat issues, but I, <laughs> that's up, fixed. Justin. If you were having that uh, <laughs> that problem, I checked all the settings, <laughs> even the settings within the settings. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. So, oh, the uh, Star Wars Squadrons and Star Wars Episode One racing games. So, um, this is neat for Star Wars fans. Uh, speaking of the non-sim racing games, this looks like a neat one too. The the racing end. Yeah. So, Episode One Pod Racer is, I mean, the old old N sixty four, another console Star Wars racing game. Um, oh, Lord, I remember that. It was fun. It was cool. It was neat. But that's just a re-release. I think it looks like it has some upscaled graphics, but the big one would be Squadrons, which is just a 5v5 space Star Wars space fighter sim. Um, really, it just seemed initially like it was cut content from Battlefront, because the original Battlefront games had that space combat. So, But it looks a little more team oriented where you have to choose your ship. You want to 
you know, had your entire squad different classes and whatnot. Yeah. Um, there is a two-sided story mode, one where you play as an Empire uh, fighter pilot, Starfighter pilot, and one as a Rebel Forces. Um, you can customize your ships. Uh, there's, it's also only a $40 price tag, which for a AAA game, uh, especially coming from EA, is something surprising oh, and new. Um, but yeah, there is a trailer out for it if you're interested in watching some story stuff and basic combat. And then New World Player Housing. <clears throat> so New World is Amazon's upcoming Amazon's Game Studios upcoming MMO. And the oh, right, been, right, right. Game has was under a little bit of scrutiny because initially it was supposed to be full open world PvP no matter what, and they cut that back because it'd be easy to grief. There's still PvP in the vein of like um uh, arcade or black desert where your guild which is called a company in this fights over nodes and control of things mm -hmm. so they revealed how player housing would work is you have you could have up to three houses per player you go in there to get buffs and stuff which you get trophies for doing different achievements and killing monsters but the interesting thing was the companies own the different towns where you can have your houses and they can like raise taxes on everyone living there and so this affects the people living there, which would create a lot more people trying to vie for control of these territories, because then it's just more company income that they can use for whatever companies can spend their income on. Mm -hmm. And so this sort of interaction between just regular players and companies, and then possibly trying to get other companies to come in and take over, actually just forced my hand and I had to pre-order it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Plus it's like an action, a more action-y RPG MMO. Um, oh yeah, it looks like a like a kind of like a colonial style conquistador-ish look to it because you're exploring a, a new world. Um, you're trying to populate a new continent. So yeah, but there is also magic in it. So let's see. Oh, oh, and the new Pokemon Snap game. That's fucking awesome. I'm stoked on that. I've I don't know. I've been. Uh, I didn't. I wasn't super into it um, because I didn't actually have um, any of the right consoles 64. at the times. So yeah, I, I never had a 64 or anything. So, it's, but um, I think that could be really neat. Did it? Uh, it's on Switch, I assume. I didn't actually look at the article, but I'm, I'm yeah, assuming it's Switch. Pokemon. I assume coming, it's Switch. Yeah, it's coming to Switch. It's like the. Do they even have anything actively coming out for? the DSs anymore? Is it all just Switch? I think everything is Switch. Yeah, everything is Switch everything now. Switch. I think I don't think I mean, anything it is, is a handheld. Yeah, I don't think anything comes out for 3DS now. But yeah, so just a new Pokemon Snap game. Um, nice. If it's anything like Nintendo does anymore, there'll be two versions of it, and each of them are half a game, but whatever. Mm. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> Pokemon Sword and Shield Game Pass bullshit. <laughs> they have a game pass actually, yeah you can actually buy the wrong game pass too because each <gasps> game has their own game pass dumb yeah. fucking yeah. dumb you can buy wow. the wrong game pass wow so if, if you if you purchase it directly from in-game um the link gives you the right one but if you're going through the store like i think most people probably do you can buy the wrong game pass holy shit wow that's fucked so yeah hmm. i don't know why it's not the same game pass because they're the same game mm -hmm. right. minus yeah, the legendary that's... <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a huge turn off right there <laughs> yeah <that's funny>. <laughs> <laughs> see oh speaking of pokemon uh their pokemon go updates i think that's the last article that you had tomi so if you have to bounce after this so, Pokemon Go Fest has been something that Niantic has put on since the launch of Pokemon Go. Um, tickets are on sale now, by the way, and they're about $15 a piece. But this year, in light of COVID-19, it's all going to be virtual. So, it's, it, it's going to last two Shocker. days. <laughs> well, like Pokemon Go has actually been one of the games that's really... Um, transitioned well oh yeah they've I, I, all this. It, it, especially all things considered the type of game that it is they bounced back super cleverly 
yeah. right. Like the whole game was centered around getting outside and walking around and doing things, visiting places. But anyways, we talked about that about well, two episodes ago. <laughs> See, when you said fest, I thought you said fast. I'm like, is this some Pokemon Sonic crossover? <laughs> <laughs> Not quite. <laughs> But anyways, the GoFest is all going to be virtual. You can buy tickets and participate, and you will get a special research story on day one. And on day two, it's a total surprise. Nobody knows what's happening. And the weeks leading up to, even if you don't buy a ticket, you can still take part in special research tasks. Nice. So that's exciting that it's still going on because people were wondering if it was going to be a thing sell this year or not. Yeah. You can do it from home. Yay. <clears throat> All right. Um, let's see. So Bard's Tale on Xbox and Switch. That would be yes. the Jaff Man. Yep. Hey, uh, real quick before you start, mm -hmm. I am gonna bounce. Okay. 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 No problem. Right. Later. All right. Take All right, it I'll easy. See you guys next time. Later. Bye. Uh, so the Bard's Tale is an American RPG. Uh, I believe it first came out on PlayStation 2. Uh, I didn't catch wind of it until I had an iPhone, oddly enough. So that's mm -hmm. why I first played it. Uh, but now it's uh, it's on the Switch, and it's on the Xbox Game Pass. And it's free on, on Game Pass. Nice. Really quirky, uh, very sarcastic. Uh, well, you're a bard. It's a bard telling really. the tale. Not really for children. Hilarious. <laughs> I love this game. Uh, Troll's a bit weird because we're looking at everything from the top. Uh, but uh, it's kind of action adventure uh, battle style. So mm. it's really fun. I loved it. The story's amazing too. Nice. Um, oh. Uh, Skull. It's a Viking co-op action game coming to PS5. This looks really good, actually. I thought it looked really fucking neat. I don't know if you guys so got a chance to take a look at that. So I have not seen this game. Explain it to me, sir. I, I don't know. Uh, so, okay. Did you ever play... Uh, if it's the one I'm thinking of, did you play... Uh, da, 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 da. Fuck, what's it called? One sec. Um, Overlord. Is Have you ever played Overlord? Yeah. So it's it's kind of similar gameplay to that, if I remember correctly. Oh, wait, no, I'm thinking of a different one. Let me double check. Da, 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 da. I almost said Torchlight. Except oh, yeah. Yeah, it's just a little, it's just a little uh, action game with that same art style that I was describing before that's become kind of, you said, the standard for the, the Western games. Um, yeah. And it looks, I don't know, it's just a little Viking co-op action game. It looks like you build a little village. Um, and go out and do Viking stuff. It doesn't look like there's, you know, like raiding or anything like that. It looks like you're fighting, you know, monsters and such, different types of giants and uh, that sort of thing. Um, it looks like you're fighting against the fort, uh, stand against Ragnarok. It says so. It's, um, it's a little less. It's not, you know, Vikings versus Vikings. It's more mythological Viking type stuff going on. Um, you're fighting but the it, gods. yeah, it, it kind of looks. Um, uh, the gameplay looks similar to uh, Gauntlet. If you ever played Gauntlet, yes. Yeah, the, that's the, that's kind of what, uh, especially uh, what's the one I made for PlayStation uh, Seven Sorrows. Um, the gameplay, like I said, all, we've got this minute and a half long trailer, and that's kind of all we've got to go on. Um, uh, but it, like I said, it looks it looks pretty neat. Uh, I, you can tell that it's some sort of action, and you build a tiny little village of some sort. So it could be. Um, some sort of like village maintenance sim slash action game. Okay. Let's uh, village sim. That's interesting. At least. <laughs> Clash of Clans. <laughs> it's just Viking Clash of Clans. <laughs> I mean. Well, yeah. And it, but, uh, I think it's, yeah, it's, it's PlayStation exclusive too, looks like. Mm. And it's going to be next most, year. Most things are just like timed exclusives anymore, so I wouldn't be surprised yeah. if that changes. Like a year later, oh, hey, this is coming to Steam. 
Mm, yeah, maybe. <laughs> Grab it free on the Epic Store. Yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> but yeah, it looks that's interesting. Really nice, though. Yeah. I don't know if you saw the video I posted, but it looks pretty neat. Um, let's see. Uh, oh, Cyberpunk delayed. I posted the thing on there. It says they have decided to move the launch of Cyberpunk 2077 from September 17th to November 19th. So I think this is the yeah, second, so... third time they have rescheduled. Uh, At least the second time. Yeah, something like that. But I mean, with the kind of games they craft, you need to put out something that's not buggy. Um, mm. They can't get away with releasing a Bethesda-style game. <laughs> they cannot have those no. bugs in them. Um, especially with how steeped in actual lore they are. You can't have any game-breaking things. You don't have the mods, to, you don't have the modding community to fix it because those games aren't modded in the same vein. So... Um, yeah, I support it. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, it's better if they just wait till they have everything like, mm -hmm. hashed out like they're supposed to. Yeah. Um. Let's see. So <clears throat> the last thing on here, I is going to do a review of Digimon World Next Order. Um, I've been playing this one quite a bit. Actually, I had planned on playing a few different games this month, but I ended up binging this more than anticipating, or more than anticipated, <laughs> which is a, <clears throat> I guess it's a good thing for a review. Um, I thought it was really good. I'm still kind of in the midst of it. Um, it's very reminiscent of the first Digimon World. Um, for those not familiar, there's been several. I've, I've been on a kind of a Digimon uh, binge lately. Uh, I've been re-watching re the anime again, so um, I ordered all wow. the games as well because I found a good deal on them. So I've been playing through those, and there's, uh, there's two kind of... Uh, areas of games that they run they have the digimon story games and the digimon world games the story games are more jrpg like and the world games are more uh sim like kind of um and it's one of the few sims i actually do really love uh the first digimon world game was a straight up just pet simulator with digimon instead of pets um mm. and it was it wasn't all that fleshed out it was pretty it was a good concept but it was definitely um, it, there, there, it needed a lot, you know, it was a gr great concept, but obviously it was their first game. They hadn't fleshed it much out. The second one, um, I didn't get a chance to play much of it. I wasn't a huge fan of the way they were going with it. Um, and I was young enough back then. It just didn't matter to me. I didn't play it. Um, Digimon World 3 was probably my favorite Digimon World game. It kind of, <clears throat> it was still that traditional Digimon World kind of, a uh, pet sim slash city town sim, but they added a lot more RPG um, style to it where you still go out and do a lot more JRPG style dungeon crawling and stuff like that. Um, so I really loved that one. Four, <clears throat> they totally... We don't even talk about Digimon World 4. It was not good. Um, <laughs> but so this one, this latest one, Digimon World Next Order uh, for PlayStation 4, fucking amazing. At first, um, I thought it was just – I thought it was actually a uh, remake of the first Digimon World because it's very reminiscent. Uh, everything is very, very much the same. Um, uh, who – Light spoiler warning, not just a light spoiler warning. If you're really neurotic about knowing everything, maybe skip the next 20 seconds. So um, it's actually properly – you find this out in Chapter 2, so probably 10 hours through the game. Um, it's This is a sequel to the first Digimon World. So the Digimon World games are kind of like Final Fantasy, and they're not directly connected. But Digimon World Next Order is a direct sequel to the first Digimon World game. In fact, the main character of Digimon World is um, present as an NPC in uh, Digimon World Next Order. So it's uh, – it's not full of Easter eggs as I thought it was. It's just kind of a continuation of the game. Um, it's really neat, though. I've really been enjoying it. I haven't decided yet if I like it more than Digimon World 3. But so far, I would definitely give it uh, an 8 out of 10. It, uh, it has two DLC. Both of them are free. 
Uh, one has some extra storyline. One has two free digi eggs. Um, it's very much a pet sim slash city sim. So you go and do quests, and as you do quests, city you sim. yeah. So not not like Sim City where you're building a city, but it's um uh you, as you do stuff in the game, you're in this tiny little city that has nothing, and you go and do stuff, and you recruit more members to the city, and they open shops and open new districts, and they start making the city bigger and giving you access to do more stuff in the city. Um, and so it's kind of has that aspect, and then the pet sim aspect uh, has a full rebirth cycle um it's a great game if you have kids um because it's really good actually for teaching kids kind of the basics of taking care of uh taking care of pets and kind of addresses um that morality and life and death cycle but D digimon in general is really good about those things but it's a good game like that um if you've ever played tokyo jungle um it's very very similar uh uh pet sim style stuff going on um, so it's, uh, basically if you, if you enjoy Tokyo Jungle, imagine Tokyo Jungle, but with Digimon and some JRPG elements added, they still add those RPG dungeon crawly elements a little bit, not as heavy as Digimon World 3, but you still go out and do your adventuring, which is nice. So, uh, overall, <clears throat> so far I'd probably give it a good 8 out of 10. I, I definitely recommend picking it up, especially because um, the price just dropped on it at a lot of places. Um, you can find it for like 20 bucks now. Uh, I, I highly recommend grabbing it. I'm not going to do any Let's Plays just because it's, it's a heavy in the Sim side and Let's Plays don't work well for Sims. But I'll probably do some um, spontaneous live streams on it uh, going forward. Not uh, any kind of series, just sometimes I'll feel like streaming it and I'll chat with uh, the fans and... Uh, and talk about it a little bit. So, uh, if anyone wants to uh, jump in and check that out, check out my Thor page, and you can go from there. All right. Um, Sounds like a raving review. Yeah, I, th I thought it was really good. I had I thought it was good. So. All right, I think that about does it for us. Um, thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Uh, we will be back in two more weeks with more updates on your gaming news. Thank you, and have a great night. Good night. Later.